0: Welcome back to another episode of The Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock directed thriller North by Northwest, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Megan Coleman from Mash Minute.
1: Boy, howdy are we talking about Alfred Hitchcock today. I am Tierney Steele, also from Mash Minute, and from Joe vs. The Minute, which talks about a Tom Hanks movie that I think stole some moves from this movie. <laughs>
0: Can we rename this minute suave minute?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, as long as when you do what minute this is, you say it ends with Eve and Roger clearly thinking, "Excuse you, professor." Yes. Excuse you. So what are we talking about here, Megan? What's on the docket for today?
0: Well, we got Carrie Grant and Eve just being ah, uh, so many feels. Maybe this should be so many feels minute, even though that's like this whole week, but like this time, the intensity gets rapid, ranched up.
1: It's incredibly good. This is the minute that I originally ID'd as the female power minute because Eve initiates everything. The kiss. She's doing the touching his chest thing. And then what I love is he gives her like a peck and a hug. And he thank you things. And then my notes are, but then she 100% is like, we're kissing now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It reminds me of uh, the end of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull when um, someone who is female grabs someone who is male and kisses him and he was clearly not ready for it. He was
0: not prepared for, what? Wait.
1: Everyone enjoys it, but the women are like, um, you're being very funny and charming and it's really sweet that you're hugging me, but we're kissing now.
0: But we can do more things. You don't have to be so shy.
1: We have to. We have to finish being
0: sad. Oh right, because we finally get an answer to
1: why Eve is the way she is, and it is to quote the Music Man that she is a sadder but wiser girl. She fell in love with the charming man who doesn't believe in marriage. So your reputation's ruined because it's the
0: 1950s. I know. It it kind of makes me cringe just a little bit. Like Hitchcock's like, oh, she could be empowered. Except I have to remind you, it's 1959.
1: So the whole problem is that he wouldn't marry her. (laughs)
0: Right. And then she's like, you and then he's like, I've been married twice. And she's like, see, that's the problem. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's what I love. He's like, I believe in marriage. marriage. I've been married twice. And it's like, I actually do kind of love that, like, men are that oblivious.
0: Go, oh, Cary Grant.
1: There are many men walking around on this earth that I love, but they are dumb. So.
0: <laughs> I know she's like, see what I mean? And then and the, like the way her face just kind of is like. Ugh.
1: You are not getting this, sir. <laughs> You're
0: not getting this at all. <laughs> like...
1: I do like that, that she's kind of like. You're not going to understand, so I'm just going to make out with you.
0: (laughs) Like, I might not see you again, so I'm just going to get my kiss in. And hopefully that's the happy memory, not you being an idiot. (laughs) Right? He didn't say something that irked me. No, he kissed me. It was real. It was something.
1: Uh, I love she like puts her hand on his chest. So he kisses her cheek and hugs her so he could do the very 50s move of like saying loving funny things to the air next to her head.
0: Oh, yeah. But then you get that shot of, you know, he's smiling and he has like the the wrinkles around his eyes and just, oh.
1: oh,
0: he's just so happy that he gets to be with her.
1: You know what? Because he has realized that she doesn't mind that he's dumb. And she still wants to make out with him. Exactly. And he's so relieved.
0: And then there's that like, you know, what I call the mid-century movie kiss where they just sort of like smush each other's faces.
1: (laughs) I wrote smush in my notes too! It is the verb of kissing in the 40s and 50s movies.
0: I don't feel like it's like they had to kiss, but they didn't want to kiss. But like censors and just, I don't know. Like nobody actually kisses like that, right? Did
1: people hold their breath the whole time? Because I know. Sometimes right? you can't breathe the way their noses are pressed.
0: I know. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out where his nose is in relation to hers right now. Like it's that kind of at like yeah. second twenty four. Can I can
1: I get emotionally vulnerable for a moment? I'm gonna put my hands in my pocket. Sure. Before I got my first real kiss, I was very nervous about kissing because it didn't look like it should work. <laughs> Or like, I was always
0: afraid. Like, how you gonna breathe? Because I clearly saw enough musicals from the '50s to make me concerned. Where (laughs) noses went, and I was very nervous about this.
1: Right. And people just smushed their faces together so hard and it looked like it would
0: kind of hurt
1: and like, I wasn't are you really sure bru- what would happen. Like, like,
0: are you trying to bruise each other's lips? Like, what's the point of this? Like, how is this fun?
1: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, we're not yucking anyone's yum. You want to bruise each other's lips, go for it. But go for as it. a As a te- uh, pre-tea tween whatever they're called as a middle schooler i was extremely nervous about how this was going to work in real life <laughs> and i 100 blame movies like this
0: like i don't want this because i want to breathe but damn do i want this right
1: i i but the old movies thing i love is the whole like exchange of darlings
0: oh yes
1: such a good goodbye darling <laughs> can we stand like this for a few hours
0: <laughs> she's like no i had to convince people that i took the long way around
1: so dramatic so loving we have to talk like this guys everything is said in this tone
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like jackie o all the time right and i love jackie o but she did have a certain way of talking kind of like that lot.
1: that was on purpose
0: i know right
1: to get people to lean in closer to her Ooh. you talk softly so people have to lean in closer and pay more ha- attention they- to you exactly. while you're they talking have- they
0: have to pay attention to you because they don't want to look like they're being rude they got to catch it
1: I love the yours always, darling. And it's like, that is great, but also, like, untrue so
0: far in this movie. (laughs) Right. And then then he's like, can't we just stay just a little bit longer? And she's like, "Uh, you're supposed to be critically wounded. (laughs) like.
1: Oh, won't you stay just a little bit longer? Oh, that's the earworm for today. (laughs) Nice. Yes, I'm glad. Okay, so Megan, this minute solves a mystery problem from earlier this week. His head was not covered because he is not dead. He is critically wounded. He's, yeah, quote unquote. (laughs) Now, when a doctor leans over a body that's been shot and then takes his hand away and shakes his head sadly... Doesn't mean critically wounded.
0: No, it doesn't.
1: It means dead. And that's why I was confused why his head was exposed on the stretcher. But it was to point out that he's not dead because that would be
0: rude. Yeah, because typically you do just cover the whole body, right? I know he didn't get quote unquote he's shot in the to head, head. but just the
1: Right. He's critically wounded. He's been shot in the chest and the leg. <laughs> He fell gracefully to the ground. Now he's gonna be taken to the hospital, and she's gonna go back to the house and convince Philip. Yeah. To be fair, if you had just shot your ex-lover, you'd probably need a little time. You'd take the long way home. Yeah.
0: You might need a minute to like decompress. Do
1: people want super tramp stuck in their head too? I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Eve is the grown-up. Yeah, she's a grown-up. Roger is the one who's like, "Do we have to?"
0: I'm totally in puppy love. I'm in that stage of. Mm-hmm. Infatuation. Everything's wonderful. It can't get Betty better. Actually, it can because it's you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, simply
1: the best. The best. It's the best. <laughs> Sorry. I wrote Eve rules in all capital letters because I love that. Don't undermine my resolve.
0: <laughs> I don't. I know. At one point, she's like, "Whose side are you on?" I just. Oh, yes.
1: But that's the that's such a good phase of the makeout where one person's like we need to stop making out and the other person's like let's not let's
0: not and then you have to be we like need no to but do really anything. we need to stop but I don't want to but then and then, we need and then to. the professor comes and acts like the real parents and goes <laughs> like hey kids what's up. <laughs> The looks on their faces—I I I mean, know. they shoot him the dirtiest looks. It's so great. <laughs> He's just like, "Oh man, <laughs> worst timing ever!" <laughs> Even though admittedly, she was trying to leave, but you know, yeah, she can looks use a little so help. Annoyed, <laughs> but she's still so annoyed. <laughs> That's not how it played in my head. Your honking was not involved. <laughs> why, why was this necessary? <laughs> it was not. I was going to gracefully get in my car and drive away. But no, Dad. But no, The no, Dad.
1: <laughs> we cut. Uh, so Carrie Grant has to turn around to look at the professor standing yes. next to the car in the most looks, no-nonsense looks Dad move ever.
0: annoyed, right? It's like when you're at yeah. school dance in middle school and all the parents are like at their cars, like waiting for you to like, let's get, go. Like let's go. It's ten o'clock. The dance was over twenty minutes ago. Let's go. But what I love
1: is when Roger turns back to her, he, like, blinks a couple times. It's almost like he's coming out of a fog. Oh, yes. Back into
0: the real world. That was a very good moment.
1: A well-acted kiss. A
0: well-acted An kiss. An aftermath. Yeah, and she kind of eyes Thornhill and then eyes Professor and then
1: mm-hmm.
0: fade to black. Oh Yeah. Well, someone on Monday will get
1: to know what happens next, but sadly, Megan, it will not be you or I.
0: No. Should I give away who it is? I have it here. <laughs> oh, oh it's, who it's, is it? It's the Jay and Silent Bob guys for Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Yay, I talked to those guys. They get to they get to do some cool minutes. Not that our minutes weren't cool. Oh, God, our minutes were great. Our were great. They get, like, action. I don't want to give anything away, even though, again, if, if the person you're in a car or a room with has... It's like in a pandemic situation, it's forcing you to listen to this. And good for you for not hurting them. Um, And you haven't seen this movie. I don't want to give too much away, but lots of action. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Things are going to pick up. Well, and I mean, she's going back to the house. He's supposed to be, you know, like clearly the professor is trying to get them to have a move on because of something else. I was going to say, I would have loved to see the Jay and Silent Bob guys take on this love scene. It's a little bit different than the ones they're used to in Kevin Smith movies. Just saying. Yeah, no, true. No lasagna was mentioned. It's <laughs> just a whole thing. There's no but pot, right? Like Now, we don't know that no one smokes pot in the course of this movie. It was a different era. Well. Maybe even enjoyed some edibles back in the day. I mean, they might have, but
0: Hitchcock doesn't Hitch- Hitch- yeah. strike me as someone who would have been into edibles.
1: No, but now I really want to see it. <laughs> I'm picturing it in my mind and it's pretty great. <laughs> I see I
0: see Hitchcock at like some Oscar after party. Not that I really see him at an Oscar after party anyway. But like let's imagine he was at an after schmuzin. party. Schmoozing. Hollywood schmoozing. Right, he's trying to get so and so to be in his next film. You know, he's got to get so and so out of a contract with insert studio here right so he shows up begrudgingly a little bit and someone in the early 60s offers him some pot or lsd and i could see him going on some like hitchcock-esque tirade of how like life is already like a hollow mirrors and so why (laughs) why do you need to like alter reality more
1: (laughs) Oh, he could get super pompous. I don't need to alter my reality with drugs. I alter my
0: reality with my mind. I could see him then, like, storyboarding, like, his next film that he already has storyboarded in his head. He just hasn't gotten that on paper yet. Like, boring people to death to the point where they're just like, I'm now I'm the person who has to get out of this awkward situation. Because <laughs> uh, Hitchcock, you I don't want to piss them off. You mentioning that just brought me
1: back to how mad I was earlier this week when I found out that the studio wanted to cut the scene out of the movie. That is infuriating to me. Not having this scene in this movie would be a crime against the viewing public.
0: I know, can you, again, can you imagine going from like, he's, Thornhill's going in the car, and we're not sure if he's dead or not, like, you know, what's hospital, mm. morgue, what's going on, to, well, actually, wouldn't make sense because the next minute, it just, yeah, it just wouldn't work. And we'd never get Eve's backstory. Are you no. kidding me? Because even if you cut out Eve's backstory and you did go to say, okay, forget minute 112 didn't happen, right? You go straight to 113 or 111. It would just be too much. It would be too jarring when we find out, oh, he's not dead after all spoiler alert right and that
1: pullback shot with him behind the department of the interior car and her next to her car and she is revealed with her car because like when they first drives into the scene you're you're tight and it doesn't feel like you're tight on the car but you're tight enough that then she is revealed
0: yeah in
1: the trees of truthfulness and it is (laughs) god just what a great shot this is the heart of the story. This is the love story of it. Without this scene, the rest of the movie is just kind of like, but why would you do that?
0: Yeah, and like, why would they run off together? Whoops, spoiler. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: everything that he does, it would be like, why would you do that? Like, you guys, yeah, it would thing, be- but right?
0: Like, that's this, cool.
1: It's just to get you guys out of trouble, and then everything's fine. Moving on now.
0: Moving on now. Yeah, it just wouldn't. Yeah, it just wouldn't make a lot of sense to be like, what? And then we'd be talking about how Hitchcock's a great editor, except for... I'm really glad he
1: stuck to his guns and said, No, we need to do this scene. Now, if you don't mind, I have some gardening to do on Studio 11. <laughs> <laughs> or wherever. It was not. I don't know what stage they were on. I Please do not quote that when listening to this podcast. But wherever, whatever soundstage they were on where they made this forest... It's a beautiful forest. And good job. God, she swings around that tree. And I know. And then they make I out. Don't. And it's
0: so good. It's so good. It's just so.
1: It's and just then so dad put is together. so mad.
0: Dad is so mad. Dad wants to get to the hospital. Damn it. Come on. Let's go.
1: <laughs> I have to give a shout out to the podcast Buffering the Vampire Slayer, which talks about the TV show. And obviously it's very different than the Hitchcock Minute. You wouldn't have thought it'd come up, but they do jingles for characters and their jingle for the character Giles Ooh. made me think of The Professor this moment. It's like, hot dad, when you were younger, you were real bad. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's all like how now you watch over us and I just, I want to know about the ripper days of The Professor now. Ooh. <laughs> So yeah, that is the vibe that I'm picking up here where he's like, look, I wanted you two to have this little moment together and I'm glad I did, but you got to wrap it up now, kids. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) Right? Yeah, we're good. I also love that he's
0: just like chilling by the car this whole time. He's just, I know, because you almost like forget that he's there. Yeah, because they're the only two people in the world. They're the only two people in the world. It's all about them.
1: So, how are you and where are you in Cary Grant's chin dimple registered, Megan? <laughs> Say what? I'm going to get you a gift before the wedding. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> I've always been a Cary Grant kind of girl. I think he would be fun, like, sexiness aside, suaveness aside, I think he'd be fun to have a drink with. Oh, God, yes. Right? Like, even if I met, I mean, not that I ever met Cary Grant, but like, if I had, and he was in his 80s, and he was like, at a bar, and I was at a bar, I, I, I would just be like, let's hang out. Can we talk? Tell me. Well, I'll talk to you about whatever. Let's have a drink. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be a great storyteller. Mm. Oh, that would have been awesome. I don't even remember when Carrie Grant passed away. Was I even alive?
1: Yes, because I vaguely remember.
0: Oh, uh, Do you? Because he died in 1986, honey. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was too. <laughs> so I, I clearly discovered Cary Grant long after uh, he was gone. <laughs> my brain is broken it's okay google's telling me james dean is also someone that people search for when they search for carrie grant
1: it's very interesting
0: also james stewart
1: that makes more sense to my brain yeah it
0: makes more sense right gary cooper yes okay yeah diane cannon former spouse okay makes sense and jennifer yeah. grant his daughter which also that one that makes the most sense to me right like
1: yeah i always loved carrie grant but i think I always loved Cary Grant platonically.
0: Oh, Gregory Peck is another one people search for too. Oh, yes. (gasps) Gregory Peck. I like Gregory Peck. He was a very handsome man, great actor, but I didn't think of him as like, I want to bet that guy. Just more like, oh, Gregory Peck. Yes, I'll watch your movie. It's
1: funny. I had a huge thing for Humphrey Bogart and I say it's funny because it was one of those things where it's like, I don't understand. I'm looking at you and intellectually, you're not attractive, but also let's get it.
0: And Rock Hudson, gosh, you want to talk about complicated sexuality, right? You can't see
1: my face, but yep, I'm making one. (laughs) Spencer Tracy was another person. I love him to death, but he's... Oh, yeah!
0: I can't love him like that. I can't love him like that either. Yeah, and Rock Hudson, again, I think I discovered him. Well, he passed away. No, okay, I was like one. So yeah, long after. I don't think I felt like him like that either. Which is like, he's a good actor. There's something a little off about some of these films. <laughs> like, I buy that he's into this girl, but I also don't buy he's into this girl. It's kind of like how the first time, at some point, I realized as a young kid that, like, my mom would listen to this radio station that I always played Stings Every Breath You Take. And at some point, very early on, I realized this song is not the song everyone thinks oh, it's about. Do you know what okay. I mean? Yeah, I was like, there's something yeah. off about this song. And like, years later, finding out, yeah. Young Megan, music
1: analyst.
0: I know, right? Also, Philadelphia Dreaming by Elton John. Is that that song? Oh, Freedom! Freedom! I was always like, I don't get this song, but it's not about what I think it's about. It's like a six-year-old, right? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't quite get it, but okay. It's not about just living in Philadelphia. I feel like something gets up with this
1: song. See, I I was super into Bowie and Hart and the Doobie Brothers, so I just oh. let that stuff ride. (laughs) Like, music is happening. Words are happening. Just let it go,
0: man. My mom was all about, like, popular 70s, 80s pop with some Motown thrown in. And my dad was like, Led Zeppelin and classical music. So... And the band. He loves the Allman Brothers and the band. When I stole part of their record collection, it was pretty obvious who owned what.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm trying to think how we get from Greg Allman back to Cary Grant. (laughs) Ugh. There's gotta be a way to do it, but man, I'm having some trouble.
0: <laughs> Greg Allman. Okay, wait. Greg Allman is an American singer-songwriter. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> nope, not gonna work. I was trying to take the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, um, but take it back to Cary Grant. All right, who
1: would Carrie Grant play in Almost Famous? No one. There is no role.
0: <gasps> wait, 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 wait. So I Googled for fun times because Google, I've, if you listen to Match Minute, you know I've hurt my Google algorithm so hard. I Googled Greg Alpin and Cary Grant and got a Wikipedia article called I Know Angel. I Know Angel is a 1933 film starring Mae West and Cary Grant. But it's also a song, song sung by West in the film I Know Angel. It can be also refer to I Know Angel album, a 1986 album by the Greg Almond band. Boom! You did it. I did I'm it. I'm very proud of you. Thank you Wikipedia. That was beautiful. If you want more of this crazy kind of content, have we got a website for you? <laughs>
1: I was just going to say, we did. We did 104 episodes of this crap. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. These are the weird things that my brain connects that make me very happy. Yeah, I'm not going to beat that. That's That was beautiful. That was a moment in time. And I I'm glad Google is still coming through for us after all we've done to it. <laughs> We're, doing We're, doing We're doing just fine. We're doing just fine. And we hope that in these uncertain times, which I think is the new, on the, in these unprecedented times, I don't, I don't get as many of those emails as everyone else seems to get. But I also don't work anymore, so.
0: Oh, no, it, I get a lot of, I hope this finds you well. I
1: hope this finds you well. I hope your family's safe.
0: Yeah, I think that's the new way you live in interesting times. I hope this finds you gotcha. well. Gotcha. I hope this finds you well. <laughs> yeah. I sign
1: off everything. Stay safe. Stay sane. Still excellent advice. Regardless of what's happening in the world or
0: not happening very, in the world. Very,
1: very hypocritical coming from me, but it seems to work. Well, Jim would like us to explain <laughs>
0: I don't have a good way to transition
1: this. We have so many things. I'm so sorry. I just I'm frozen on the image that comes up, like the little thumbnail for minute one ten, and it's her in his arms, and he just has that little uh, bit of gray, that little bit of silver, just just uh, just enough to make him lights. a silver hair
0: fox. Yes, you can think that maybe he has his crap together, you know, as a man his age should. A girl can dream.
1: Um. Uh, <laughs> As you do.
0: As you do. As you hope all your idols are just as perfect as you think they are.
1: I have the meanest jerky smooth. Speaking of silver-haired foxes, oh always do yeah. want us to come? No, <laughs> um,
0: see, I always try to transition it with, if you like this kind of content, there's over a hundred other Movies by Minute podcasts available on MoviesbyMinutes.com where we find the connections that you didn't notice when you were just watching that film on Netflix, you know? dive in deeper or you know hulu. you want to or hulu or amazon prime or youtube or whatever weird channel on roku tells me that i could watch boldurum for free sure I'll, i'm down with that
1: Boulder a minute
0: Boulder a minute <laughs> shout out it's them um yeah so there's that and <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm so sorry it's the end of the week and i always get a little bit it's loony it's friday Fridays. it's Fridays.
0: You can find more of this fabulous Hitchcock Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, at HitchcockMinute.com, or whatever podcatcher you're using that brings you this lovely podcast five times a week. If you want to talk about how horrible you thought this outro is, constructive criticism, please. But you can go to the man on Washington's notes on Facebook, or if the tweets, as my dad calls it, is your thing, find them at Hitchcock Minute. Do we have anything else to add before we sign off for good? (laughs)
1: we love to plug moviesbyminutes.com the podcast that really got this whole genre rolling was star wars minute pete and alex have built a really good community and i love that we have these podcasts where different hosts come together and do it i mean first of all it's super fun for us because it gives you a break from whatever movie you're focusing on at the time
0: true that you
1: get to dive into something but you don't have to dedicate you know a year of your life to it (laughs) and yeah sorry it got real weird the (laughs) world got real weird I don't know what our excuses for podcasts that came out before this but that's my excuse now it's it's just a strange time and so you know what if what you need to do to get through it is watch Hitchcock movies watch Cary Grant movies do that that sounds amazing let's just run with it shall
0: we yes yes
1: Actually, my stay safe, stay sane comes from a traditional goodbye that I bet a lot of people listening to this podcast won't recognize, but the few that do will love it. The Babysitter's Club, Stacey's mom always would see her out the door with have fun and be careful. And that is what I say to people now. Have fun and be careful. Goodbye, Mr. Thornhill.
0: Wherever you are.